Welcome to Camera Shake Podcast, episode 93. The podcast where we talk about, well, anything that's shaking and moving in the world of cameras, filmmaking, photography, and so on and so forth. Now, that being said, if you are um, if you are watching on YouTube, um, then make sure you're not in a car, Tommy, um, firstly. And secondly, you know, make sure you subscribe, um, hit the like button and all that kind of stuff. Um, and if you are listening to the audio version of this podcast, which I know many of you do, Tommy, <laughs> yeah, then, um, you know, leave us a little star writing and um, give us a little, you know, a little review because it does really help us um, and our podcast to be seen and heard all over the world. Now, has Tommy left a review? I don't think he has. Oh, Tommy, you have not left a review, I believe. Be my guest. <laughs> anyway, but also this week, we're really interested in hearing from you, no matter where you are, um, because uh, we in in the um, in the analytics of uh, you know of the audio version, we can we can sort of see where people are very broadly speaking in terms of that country, mm -hmm. and um, it's really interesting to see um, you know where people are when they, when they listen to the the podcast, and so it'd be really uh, super interesting for us to hear from you. So send us a little comment, um, you know, send us a message on Facebook or Instagram, um, or you can email us on uh, cameraShakePodcast at gmail.com, whichever method uh, we'd be super thrilled because we want to know um, when and where you like to listen to the Camera Shake Podcast. That would be a total thrill for us. Funniest and filthiest answers will be shared on the next episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes, and we would love to read your comments out um, next week. So that'd be uh, that'd be nothing. Where do you listen to it? Do you listen to it? Yeah, I actually listen to it in a car mostly. Mm -hmm. It's the truth. The last, oh, no, no, I lie and just say I listen to it too. Yeah. I tell you what, I actually. Um, so I mean, I'm, I'm I'm saying not necessarily only our podcasts, but generally podcasts because I do listen to quite a few podcasts. Um, and so I predominantly listen in the car and um, when I'm editing. That's for yeah, me, that's yeah, the yeah. biggest thing. When I, I used to travel into London every single day, and that used to be my time to listen to podcasts. Yeah. And I used to, I used to get an hour and a half there, hour and a half back, loads of time. That's yeah. six, uh, three, six, three hours a day yeah. just listening to podcasts. It's one of these things. I mean, you know, I, I love to rock out to some music in the car, um, but... Rock out with what out? Oh, it depends. I mean, I was, I was actually... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, I was, uh, what was that? I was listening to um, some Lynyrd Skynyrd the other day. Um, oh, what did we listen to in the car the other day on to, uh, when we were going to that job? I can't remember. S Saxon? Oh, was it Saxon? <laughs> oh, my God. Denim oh. and leather <laughs> go well together. <laughs> what did I think the lyrics was before we listened to it? I thought it was go well together, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay, it should have been yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you've never heard of this band, Saxon, oh, <laughs> Just for shits and giggles, as they say, you know, please, please listen to that and, and, and get back to us. <laughs> That's what you think. We had the most hilarious journey into town. And leather. Looks Go. good ah! together. <laughs> They're not the lyrics. They're not. Ah. But oh, it is man. denim and leather. Anyway. Yeah. Diamond. That's what that is. Diamond. Pure gold. Gold. Yeah. Love it. Um, anyway. Yeah. So, um, so... Uh, when I'm editing, um, I, you know, I often listen to podcasts. Um, sometimes I listen to some stuff on Clubhouse, but it's the same sort of thing. You know, you listen to the spoken word, basically. The spoken um, word. Poetry? Hmm? Poetry? Poetry. Uh, no, not so much. No, I can't get on Well, although I do like to think that, uh, you know, especially our podcast is very poetic, of course. But, uh, yeah, it's very, you know. uh, very uh, Shakespeare. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we should wrap this podcast. Yeah? Yeah. We should we should have uh, rapping names. What would be your rap name? I'm trying to think of the flight of the Concords rap names. Oh, the now. rhinoceros. Oh, the rhinoceros. <laughs> the hippopotamus. Hippopotamus. Oh, I can't say. I can't it. say either. It's really hard to say. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Can that's... somebody please get these cutleries out, out of my, my knees? knees? Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, you know, I come back to the same thing. If you're listening to this, it'd be really interesting for us to um, to know, you know, where and when you listen to uh, to this podcast and podcasts in general, because you know, um, we just, you know, I'm just thinking, well, am I weird that I listen to podcasts when I'm editing, or is that the normal thing? No idea. Um, I can't answer the first part. What do you? I mean, uh, I okay. have an answer. So with video, it's it's it's. I guess it's different because you have to. Sort of listen to the audio I'm part for, of it. Unfortunately, yes. you know, But when you're like color grading, let's say, 
Well, that's slightly bad. Do you listen to music or, or uh, I don't actually. Hmm. I don't. Um, uh, it's different. I do different things. I'll either sit there in 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 silence and just try and be quiet because I I can focus through and hammer through. Um, or if I'm getting some bass kind of stuff done, I'll I'll actually do it on the sofa and have the right. TV on in the background. Right. And you may think that that's a bit weird. You know, TV color grading and but actually I kind of, I look up every so often kind of, it's almost a little bit of a like refresh for a second yeah. to see something like, ah, right. Okay. That's what white looks like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, it's just make mm. it's, it's particularly if you're going for a filmic, um, filmic. When was the last time someone said filmic? No, no. Filmic look. Maybe. Filmic look. Yeah. 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 If, if you get, particularly if you're going for a filmic look, you can look up, you make sure you've got enough green in there, you've got enough for the sake of it, teal and orange, mm. you know. But it's that green element in the skin, which is actually really, really difficult to get right. Mm. And because you can you can take it way too far and you can do it way too magenta easily. And actually just looking at your screen and then looking up to something that's on mm. is a nice little kind of break and go, okay, okay. It's a bit like... Um, mix an audio you can only do it for so long yeah and then your ears get so <clears throat> a, attuned to what you're li listening to or yeah. what you're looking at that you, you just need to leave for a minute take a break go outside yeah. listen to normal noise yeah. go and look at something that looks normal and then come back and go my god what the hell is that <laughs> yeah. yeah that's always the thing i mean i remember you know back in the day you know especially when you're listening when you're listening back um at too high a volume then of course your ears end up being shot after a certain time and you stop mm -hmm. hearing certain things i remember like you know um putting pieces of paper over the speaker cones yeah you know um to get rid of certain frequencies because i just wasn't like you know i, I was i just wasn't able to to really discern very much and the clever thing is to take a break basically but yeah. then if you don't have the luxury of time then sometimes you just have to push through this is it yeah, yeah. absolutely right absolutely right i think but i was i was having a problem with straight lines today Funnily enough, I've been I've been editing. Um, Straight lines. Well, I was I was editing um, uh, architectural images, um, quite a lot of them, you know, over the last of the last few days or the last week or something. And there's that there comes that point where you straighten verticals in particular, and at some point you look at it and you're like, I'm not I'm not sure that's really straight. It is straight because you know the, the line the, says the, the computer says yeah. it's straight. <laughs> But you look at it and you just go, like, I have lost any yeah. ability of judgment at that point. Because I've been looking at so many vertical lines, you know, that you just you just blind yourself after a while. Yeah. Um so then uh, you know, I have to, I usually I, I usually take a little break. And that's it. You got yeah. to. You you can't underestimate taking an, even just ten minutes away. Yeah. Yeah, you know, fifteen minutes, half an hour, an hour—it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah brightness is another thing. Away. A lot, you know, with a lot of interior um, shots, you you tend to—I mean, you want to make things look as kind of bright and inviting as possible. Mm -hmm. um, even you know, if you're in a room where uh, maybe there isn't a lot of window space, or you know, there's no, you know, or the or the the walls aren't, you know, white. There might be either off white or there might be a slight beige, just like gray color or something like that. Um, it's easy to end up making it look too dingy, you know. Yeah. Oh, actually, in, even sure. in actual fact, if you made it look like it actually looks in real life, it would still come across as being not inviting enough. Yeah. You know, that's the that's the thing. So you yeah. want to give it that little gloss. Absolutely. Um, that's why for quite some time now, um, I have mixed audio at exactly the same volume every single time, mm. so that I know what it should be at that particular level. Right. That's why when I edit audio, uh, uh, when I, I'm color grading or, or correcting or anything like that, the brightness on my monitor or on my laptop screen hmm. is always set the same. Yeah. It's identical every single time because I know what that looks like. And if you don't keep, if you keep adjusting it and ch changing it for whatever yeah. reason, you never, you're, it's not that you're then doing something wrong mm. after, you know, because, oh, that's too bright when it's come out or it's too dingy or whatever it is. It's not that you've messed up. It's because you keep, 
you're doing it in a different environment, mm. basically, and you can't get that right. Yeah, it's impossible. <clears throat> Which is why you should always, first of all, calibrate your screen and then try yeah. and um, edit under the same, I mean, or similar lighting conditions. It's not always possible, especially it's not, not always possible, especially, of not, especially not where I work. But I tend to um, have the uh, the blinds drawn mm-hmm. when I when I do a lot of editing, mm-hmm. um, just because it, you know. It just gets rid of a lot of interference, especially on a sunny day when you have a lot of sunlight um, coming through. Yeah, you still need to have enough ambient light so your eyes don't go... Yeah, exactly. (laughs) The the trouble trouble in my house is that um, the windows to the left of me are south-facing, and we get a lot of... Especially in the summer, we get a lot of light during the day. Um, And so you get a lot of really warm sunlight spill coming in from the left. And then the right-hand side, I also have a lot of windows, but that's all north facing. So I get a completely mm. different color of light coming in, coming in there. So yeah, that's a bit of a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit of a nightmare, but you just kind of, you get used to it. Yeah. And I'm sitting right in the middle of it basically. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I can control it a little bit. I can't actually completely darken the whole room. Do you, have you found since you've been in that particular setup that you've tended to edit more at night than you have during the day? Um, I, unfortunately, I don't have the luxury really to, you oh, know, no, I guess you don't, um, no. but, um, and, and that's the other, other thing that's worth mentioning is that you're put in certain situations because life dictates that you need yeah, to be sure. in that situation. Yeah, you've exactly. got a family, you've got people that are going to be yeah. around all that time and it's not always possible to be. Yeah. That's it. And, and, you yeah. know, sometimes, you know, sometimes projects are time sensitive. So, yeah. you know, there's, you, you know, you just have to get the job done really. Um, but you, of course you learn how to deal with the situation that you're in, you know, mm-hmm. and what I found is, um, you know, since like last year at some point, since I, I changed to a 5k um, screen that to me has made the most immense difference, you know, from, it, from like, doing... it, it would after you've gone from your 720. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, from like, from, you know, when you go from doing most of the editing work on a laptop screen, to, you know, a 5K screen um, that's big, bright, with lots of, what are they called? N- n- niches, nichels or something? Or Wow, that's a word I've not heard before. What's but, that? Nits. Nits. Is it nits? Oh, nits. Yeah, yeah. nits. That's what it is. Nits. <laughs> oh, it's got so many nits. That's not even That's not even a real word. Anyway, um, does it have something to do with lice? Isn't it lice and nits? Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that was a real... Um, <laughs> That was a real thing. And I used to always, I think we've talked about this before, um, some episode, but um, I used to always have to correct my edits um, by by checking them. I, I, you know, I'd edit an image, I send it to my phone, I look at what it looks like on my on my iPhone, and then I, I balance it on my laptop screen so that it, it comes out the way I want it to be. Um, because that laptop screen was just so off. You know, and I kind of I, mm. I got to the point where I, I would automatically do that, you know, without even having to double check, if you know what I mean. And so, of course, you know, it's a workaround because what should really be happening is, you know, what you're editing on should actually give you a true representation of absolutely of, uh, what it is that you're trying to achieve. Clearly. But and the funniest thing is, like, I, I was I used to get these comments all the time, like, oh yeah, I love your colors, like your color. I don't know how you do it, but your colors look so amazing. I always think like you have no idea how shit my screen is. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. you know, I don't even know how how I do that because um, I really I'm not looking at these colors when I'm when I'm editing mm. it, you know. Um, but there you go. So, um, so yeah, it's important to first of all calibrate your calibrate yeah. your screen and then make sure that you're and, you're editing on um, on something that's actually fit for the job yeah and not a, the job not a 2012 local pro keep all your conditions as consistent as consistent as you can yeah. every time you edit yeah like we said not always possible but just try and keep it as mm. close to that as you can exactly so what else is new this week <sighs> I'm so tired <laughs> <laughs> I'm really tired. This is why we're cramming this in again this week <clears throat> into a tiny little segment in late Wednesday. This is late Wednesday night. So if you're listening to this on, on the Thursday morning, which is uh, what, Thursday morning UK time anyway, 
This is um, as up to date as you could possibly be. That's it. So we're literally <laughs> recording this um, about ten hours before it goes live. Yeah. So, which you know, in itself is still pretty good. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, yeah. What is? What else is new? Well, I tell you what. Uh, today's actually been a massive milestone in my life because today was the day. Hang on. Let me guess. Mm. Let me guess. My gate's probably going to cut that tapping out, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized. I'll put a sound effect. No, I won't, because I haven't got long, long, long enough to edit. Um, okay, let me think. Milestone. Wow. Yeah, absolute milestone. Uh, 50? <laughs> Not quite yet. <laughs> Not quite yet. Not far um, off. <laughs> you saw sense and got rid of your hybrid and got a regular electric car? Diesel, no. diesel car? <laughs> Uh, what else? I'll have one more go. Um, you no, no, I'm out. All right. Today was the day I finally gave in and moved on from analog watch technology to the the world of smartwatches. And isn't it funny how I'm going the other direction? Ah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am buying up analog watches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you're still you're still using your your iWatch. Oh yeah, because my yeah, God, God, watch. can't Apple even watch. say, I the say word it. You know what it's called? Yeah, <laughs> iWatch. Um, Apple Watch. Even. So should, why isn't it iWatch? I have no idea. It should be iWatch. It should be iWatch. Yeah, probably it was probably copyrighted or something. I guess probably trademarked by some other company. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but so today um, I've I finally relented and I went I went fully electronic. Why? Um, well, I needed an incentive to get back on the wagon and um, start working out again. So, and how did your workout go today? Um, actually, so what I'm doing is <laughs> there we hit, right, everyone, listen to it now. So the excuses are about to come. So I was actually I was really shocked today, um, because you know you. One of the things I like about smartwatches and especially with the Apple Watch is that you can track certain things. Like you can track, you know, your blood oxygen levels and, and your, obviously your steps and all that, you know, the distance traveled and all that kind of so stuff. Kirsten's about to become one of those people who, oh, oh I've done, I've done 5,000 steps today. I need, I need to slow well, down. Well, yeah. I, I think, or, or I'm going to guess. I, I think I consider, I would consider myself lucky if I actually did 5,000 steps. <laughs> or a step. So, well, that was, you know, that was the shocking revelation there. But um, can you exclude steps that go from your desk to the coffee machine and back? Because if you could, you've done nothing. Yeah, today. well, that's that. Um, yeah, so I, I just need an incentive to actually get back on the wagon. And, um, and that was my incentive. So now I have a justification uh, to do it. And, you know, to be honest, I mean, you know, I got the damn watch this morning, so I haven't really, I don't even really know how to use it at this point. But there's nothing to say, um, don't worry. But um, it's, I, I'm already really enjoying it. I mean, I'm enjoying the fact, I'm, you know, what I haven't done as much today is I haven't picked my phone up as much. But you've sat there going, well, no, it's like, you know, the thing is like <laughs> you, you get some notification or something, you quickly glance at your, um, at, at your watch and you realize it's not important. So you just ignore it. Rather than taking your phone out, looking at your phone, and whilst you're looking at your phone, you go like, oh, that email is not important, but hey, they're solitaire. Do you know what I mean? It's That's actually been a marked difference I found today. Oh, that's interesting. You know? it's um, interesting. And uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, so, so far, I mean, I'm one day in, not even not even one day in, really, um, but I've been, I've been enjoying it quite a lot. Okay. Well, that's yeah, good. good. I mean, it's good that you are. I mean, I, I, I after about a week... <clears throat> Uh, notifications and whatnot started to really get on me. Mm. My uh, boobies, um, but, <laughs> man, boobs, uh, moobs, Um Yeah, so I, I pretty much. I mean, they they still come through, of course. Um, still buzz. It's nice that it just does a quick little buzz on your wrist rather than buzzing on your phone yeah. or whatnot because that's a lot louder. Yeah. Or if you've got the sound on it, yeah, well, it stops doing that, which is good. Um, otherwise, I don't use it. For anything other than uh, when I was running, yeah, streaming Spotify, yeah, so that I could just stick it on my headphones and I'm off, so I didn't have to take a phone or tracking my tracking my run that I was doing. That's it. 
these so days. I have. And we know how my running's been going for the last year. <laughs> yeah. So I have found the best use of this watch already. Let me show you. I love the fact that you're like eight years behind everyone else. This is beautiful. Mm. Now. Right. Check this one. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very good. Is that isn't wicked? It? Isn't it wicked? That's wicked. So now I can uh, I can point this at my dog. I can leave the room and see what my dog's up to when so I'm not there. So for those of you who are on the audio version, Kay has just realized that he can uh, see his camera screen on his phone. That's from right. his phone, sorry. Exactly. On his watch exactly. so that he can place it wherever he wants, walk away, and you can take it from the phone as well, can you? Uh, from the watch as oh, well. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Oh, there's a timer. Done. So we just took a little selfie. <laughs> um, <laughs> Which no doubt we'll put on social media. Yeah, because that looks <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> but yes, Kirsten is currently uh, several years behind the rest of us. Oh, absolutely, as always. But it's good. The, the point is, is that you've got it for a, a, a reason. Yeah. As I know that your wife doesn't listen to the podcast, I also know that the main reason you got it is because you're a geek like <laughs> the rest of us and you like a little bit of tech. It does play a role. Yeah, there we go. It's part of it, of course. Good. You, you know, can be yeah. honest with all of us here. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's, it's I mean... The... Are you going to start running? Yeah. Or working yeah. out or whatever you want Well, I'm going to start. I'm going to start with some running yeah so i'm going to get myself uh, in into it with a little bit of cardio because typically what happens with me is that um i need i find i find it very difficult to get myself over the threshold of actually uh, being more active but my endorphins work in a way that as soon as i start doing a little bit like going for runs um what happens is you know my brain has for some reason has this thing where it just kicks out all these endorphins and before you know yep. it i'm going to be totally obsessed with working out yep S same exactly mm. the same and once i started running i got over that hurdle of a getting in the habit of running and yeah. b not feeling like death mm -hmm. I, I i started i gradually started to feel really good yeah. and i felt energized for the rest of the day every time i ran mm. then when i stopped i felt like crap I yeah. started to feel like crap. It didn't last that long. It, only, it was only a few weeks. Or, and then your body just gets used to being a lazy shit yeah. again, right? And that's what I've become for the last <clears throat> six months. Well, I mean, you know, I I really, you know, I used to be... I on miss a, it. I, used to I be actually a, miss it. I used to be in a real, really good workout regime, um, a pre pretty much all the way up to the pandemic. Um, mm -hmm. And it was it really yeah. when the pandemic started, uh, you know, for me, it was, it just, I lost all of my... Um, I don't know, energy, you know, my will to like, my motivation to go out and, and do anything. Um, it's, you got, know. it's got to become a habit. And it's, yeah, it has to become a habit. You know, before that, I mean, you, I mean, you might remember that, but before that, you know, I used to, I used to go to the gym at least four times a week. Yeah. Um, you know, and I used to do all sorts of different uh, crazy stuff. Just to, to hang do... out at the juice bar. <laughs> <laughs> no juice bar there, no. <laughs> but you know, I used to do, I used to do, um, you know, I used to do boxing once a week. Um, I used to go to the gym at least three, usually four times a week. Um, and uh, and arguably, I didn't actually at the time. I didn't do I didn't do that much cardio. I think the boxing was actually the the main cardio. That's, that's a decent amount. Of cardio, oh, it's killer though. cardio. Yeah. yeah. But uh, and I, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And it's really since the beginning of the pandemic that it's really given me a bit of a knock. Um, and. I've been thinking about getting back into it for, for a little while, but it's just, it's one of these things, you know. Um, do you know what the funny thing is, mm. is that for so long I had so little to do in comparison yeah. to what I was doing before. And now right at the moment for the last few weeks, few months, I've been busier than I've, I've probably ever been. Mm. And now is the moment I need to be exercising most because I need that extra energy that it gives yeah. me. But now is the moment I just cannot find the time to do it. And you can yeah. argue that that's an excuse that you don't find the time, but I genuinely just, because I really want to be doing it. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, I just couldn't get myself 
over it. And again, you know, at the, at the beginning of the pandemic, of course, we had a lot of time, you know, but there was all this, you know, at the very beginning, there was all this, like there were, you know, this fear and the, um, the, you know, the fear of the unknown. And we didn't have vaccines at the time. We didn't know where this was heading. And it was a very new experience and, you know, everything. And you have, you know, of course, we were like concerned about, you know, ourselves and the kids and all the rest of it. And so I really didn't have the motivation. Whilst a lot of people took this as an opportunity to actually, you know, take their 45 minute exercise or whatever and actually go out and, you know, and, mm. and do something. I like literally just withdrew from that, you know? Um, and maybe it was like, because what, you know, what I liked doing at the time was actually going to the gym and then I couldn't because the gyms were shut, you know, for quite a long time. And, um, I just, I still I, haven't been back to a gym. I just lost all the motivation at the time. And it's, it really hasn't come back. You know, the motivation has dwindled, but the waistline has increased. And at that point, you're going to go, well, you know, I'm going to have to start doing so something. For those on audio and to be honest, on YouTube as well, because it's, you probably can't see really, but I, 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 I can let you know it's true. This <laughs> <laughs> is fat me. <laughs> fat me talking to you right now. <laughs> I thought you had a fat suit on. Oh, yeah. Every day. Um, <laughs> you know. It's like it's what, the man with the moobs. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's when your wife says to you, I think you look much better, you know, with a slightly fuller face. Yeah. You gotta go, whoa, hang whoa, on. Whoa, fuller? Fuller face? Wait a minute. I look healthier? What? <laughs> healthier? Oh. That's the worst. Yeah. I think you look really healthy. You, what? Yeah. Thanks, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're saying I'm fat. Mm -hmm. Damn it. Uh anyway. Um, so yeah, so that is um that's my plan. Um, over the next, and, and you can follow my progress on this podcast, incidentally. <laughs> oh, yippee. So now that I've said it, now that I've publicly said it and it's out there in, you know, in the ether, I'm going to have to stick to it because otherwise I'm going to look like a right old lemon. Lemon. Lemon? Right. Gammy lemon? Lemming, lemon, whatever. <laughs> so, you know, so that's it. You can, you can hold me accountable on this podcast. Maybe we we start a sub channel where I vlog from my runs. Oh God! <laughs> but from your watch? <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, from my watch. It's like, oh, nothing. Oh look, see, it hasn't even silenced his notifications. Yeah, uh, I haven't figured out how to. Do that. Who does that? <laughs> I haven't worked out how to do that yet. They're linked. Oh. <laughs> do it on your phone. And oh, you do it on the phone, yeah. right? Or you can do it there. But I found this uh, this really cool watch list, which is basically this the sun tells me when a sunrise and you can you can actually oh, that's cool yeah that is cool it's like um so you've got you've got like two or three versions later than me oh, so you I can basically you can basically work out when twilight happens and when there's golden hour and stuff like that mm. yeah, it's pretty cool huh I'd be interested to know if it's accurate uh, it was I checked it out today really? and it was dead on yeah absolutely dead on there we go so. First bit of photography of the day. I know, I know. Well, I was playing around with the camera. The first thing I checked out in this watch is actually the camera link. That was the first thing. I was like, hmm, what can I do mm. with the camera? So, yeah. yeah. Maybe, oh, maybe I need to upgrade my watch. Yeah. Mine's a bit few years old now. How old is yours? Um, three years old. What, is it, what number is it? Four. Four, okay. What's that, six, seven? Uh, seven. But I think they say that there isn't that much... In it between six and seven, apparently, it's just this the screen is like slightly bigger or whatever. But that's it. Yeah, I, I guess the biggest difference is going to be is this, there's going to be a better processor in it, which mm. means it can do certain things. Like I, I don't get that watch face. I can't get that. Right. Um, the Twilight one that you just described. Um, you see, you're distracted by your watch now. Oh no! See, notifications there. It's there. Look. Where is it? Just look. <laughs> is it this thing? No. What is that? That's you finding your phone. Oh, <laughs> is that what it is? How do I turn it off? What do you think the big bell thing is below? There we go. Oh, that's go. what it is. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, he's a smartwatch noob. I am. Oh, this is cinema watch. This is where you turn on the cinema. Oh, check it out. All right. Move on. 
Hang on, walkie-talkie. Yeah. <gasps> no, I know. I wish you. I, I, I was hoping you'd never find. We that. could. We could talk to each other. No, we, we can't. Have <laughs> no, we can't. <laughs> yes, we will. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll block you. It's fine. Oh no. It's fine. I'm gonna have to try that tomorrow morning. First thing. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Nick. I just got up. <laughs> oh, I was gonna be so annoying for the next few weeks. Uh, yeah, five a.m. At 4 a.m. Hey, Nick, I can't go back to sleep. Yeah. I know you're up. <laughs> and I'll turn, roll over and turn to you. <laughs> oh, yes, that would be amusing. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. And I started, uh, I started watching a new show today uh, called um, uh, Tommy and Pam, or Pam and Tommy, or whatever, on um, Apple Plus. Uh, I've on seen that Apple, sex time. On Disney. On Disney Plus. So it's uh, why is there a sex tape on Disney Plus? Well, well, here's the funny thing, though, right? Is your head even on screen? I mean, it's so low. No. <laughs> so it's this new series about uh, Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, um, and it features you know the likes of Seth Rogen and so on and so forth. And it's it is it is hilarious. I, I have to say, if you you know if if you are the proud owner of uh, Disney Plus and you have access to that, then I would highly recommend it. Um, there are some really hilariously funny, hilariously funny scenes in there. Especially, you know, talking dicks. That's what I'm saying. Well. So. Why is that funny? Does yours not do that? No? Ah, oh, no, there's something wrong with it. <laughs> Damn it. Um, but, but yeah. But, you know, one of the things I found, I found hilarious was, uh, you know, obviously, clearly I'm watching this. And, of course, at the same time, I'm, uh, you know, I'm on Wikipedia checking out, like, Pamela Anderson's you know, former life and whatever. And what I found out was that... On, you know, on your watch or on your phone? On my phone. But here's the thing, right? Get this. So obviously, th- the whole thing about this um, this relationship between Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson was the fact that, you know, there was a sex tape that, become, that became public at the time and all the rest of it. So then they get divorced. And then some years later, she marries again to a poker player mm-hmm. who... <laughs> we had to go to court over a sex tape that he had recorded with Paris Hilton. Oh, was that him? Oh, <laughs> that same pic. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it's it's funny how how these things because they're both attract. they're both classy. Yeah, well, apparently so. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh wow! Well, there you go. <laughs> Fun times. Well, that's worth well, a watch. Absolutely, yeah, totally worth a watch. We're in no way sponsored by, by Disney Plus, by the way, but it is, it is worth watching. Um, I'm one episode in. It is funny. funny or by it? Tommy Lee or Pamela Anderson. <laughs> yeah, it is, you know, it's fun. Um, now, what else? Uh, oh, oh, man, I had a shocking, shocking experience this week. Um, I went to fly the drone for a particular job. And? Um, on probably on, uh, on probably on the stormiest day we've had in about a year. Brilliant. Um, was that this weekend? Yeah, and it was. Uh, it was <laughs> basically. Um, I, w- I was in this in this woodland, right? And the idea was to basically film this building. Um, and it was as long as you stayed within, like, you know, below the top of the trees, it was actually the drone was flying fine. But as soon as you got you know, above the, the tree crowns. The wind was so extreme that even, get this, even at full power in sports mode, given it full whack, flying against the wind, that drone would not move. Wow. Did you lose your drone? No, I, I didn't, luckily. Um, I, but I was, it was, uh, yeah, it was, you know, close. Very, wow. very, very close. <laughs> wow. Very close. Did you get what you needed? Yeah, I did in the end. I mean, um, there were shots that I couldn't do um, because of because of the conditions, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, there's actually just one shot where um, it's sort of a liftoff type of a thing, and and you can see it goes above the tree line, um, and then you can see the treetops. And I, sh- I shot it in 4K, so it's crystal clear. Um, but you can see that when you when you watch it and you see how the treetops move, you got to go, "What the hell? What was yeah, I yeah. thinking? Flying a drone in in those conditions, you know?" Um, and of course, when you're, well, this is in the same sort of 48 hours where a plane 
couldn't land at Heathrow or almost flipped yeah, over correct. or, or was, something like correct. was that Heathrow? Was, was that right? Exactly. That was exactly. I, I skim read the, the the yeah. I mean, you know, when I, when I came back and I realized that 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 storm actually had a name, and you realize, okay, that was an actual actual storm. What, and, what, what was the, what was its name this I have time? No idea. I pretty actually don't. There's know. a whole list of them. Marvin. Yeah, Marvin. Marvin the storm. <laughs> so um. So yeah, and then of course, but you know, when you were on the ground, especially in this woodland, you just couldn't. You had no sense of what the what the conditions were like out there. Sure. So you know that is why you should always always do the work beforehand. Yeah, but it was funny because it was a sunny day. It didn't look like. You know, it was quite sunny, blue sky. Yeah. Um, so it looked like it appeared to be really good flying conditions. But um, oh, I mean, I thought it was it was going to be a little bit windy. But you know, the drones actually is perfectly capable of of handling some wind. Um, it's really not a problem. Oh, it's, it's solid, actually. Really, yeah, it's pretty yeah. solid. Yeah, and the gimbal works well. But um, that was <coughs> beyond beyond anything that that drone could handle. Yeah. Um, Eighty mile an hour winds, it will not handle. No, no. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, um, so yeah, there, there were a number of shots that I just couldn't get. Um, I think there were a number of occasions where the usable portion of that shot was probably you know shorter than it would have been otherwise. Mm. Um, yeah. And and so and you know and everything had to. I mean, we had to keep it within within the height of the trees. Mm-hmm. You know, because it, it was actually yeah, it flew all right as long as you stayed below the. The uh, the treetops. It was it was actually all right, but um, yeah, that was. So it sounds like you probably got most of the shots you would have wanted, but no, oh, I don't know incoming shots. I just didn't get. Yeah, I didn't get the flyover shots. Um, so the no. idea was actually to do some flyover shots over the actual woodland and Can't to, be helped. to basically show off the property in in the setting. Yeah, uh, we couldn't get those shots. It's just not not possible. Can't be helped. Um, Can't be helped. Yeah. But, you know. Are you going to go back and do those? Or? I don't think so at this point. I think, I mean, we got enough. It's sufficient stuff. given the, the yeah. circumstances, right? Yeah, I mean, there's certain parts of it where you can kind of see what the situation was there. Um, mm. you know, but, but, uh, but, yeah, luckily I've, you know, I've downed a drone before. Like I've crashed You've a drone. drunk it. <laughs> no, I mean, I've crashed a drone before, um, but, uh, but I've never lost one. So mm. far, so you know, I didn't want that to be the first time. No, well, I'm looking forward to it happening. And like, um, one time I went to uh, I went to a local park, Black Park, which is near near Pinewood Studios, yeah, not, not far from Yeah, and uh, this is there's a big clearing in the middle, and um, I remember sitting there. <clears throat> I think we were having like a you know bit bit of a picnic with the family sort of thing, and this couple rocks up, and the guy had obviously just bought a brand new drone or something, and they were. Yeah, he was he was launching the drone, and the first thing that happened is uh, he flew straight into the treetop and it came tumbling down, and his his girlfriend or wife or whatever was giving him, you know, a pretty hard time because he just crashed the drone. But then, I mean, these things are resilient. I mean, you can crash it and they'll still they'll still yeah. be fine most of the time. Um, and you get a bit spare propellers and yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but um, you also when you first start learning how to fly, you, you get these um, these propeller protector things. So you can actually crash into something and it won't necessarily harm the propeller. So you, oh, right. Yeah, once you know how to fly, you take okay. it off. That's cool. But um, so then he took the he took the drone, you know, went a little bit further into the clearing and then, you know, launched it again. And then I could see him, I, you know, I could see him launch the drone. The drone took off. It starts rising and it starts to go, you know, beyond the trees. The trees there are pine trees. They're fairly tall trees there. Yeah. So it goes, yeah, you know, are. beyond yeah. the beyond the tree line, and then I can see him frantically oh, trying to operate the remote. And I knew exactly <laughs> what happened. So at that point, he must have lost connection to the tr- to the drone. Yeah. And I, I was just sitting there, and I can see that drone rise more and more and more, and it just ends up sort of almost like disappearing into the sky. And then I can see it go in a straight line, like. You know, moving, it's pretty much at full speed, moving away from, from, from the park, and I've never seen a guy freak out this much, and I've never seen his girlfriend lay into him so much, and they both darted into the woods. It was obviously, I mean, by the time they started running after this drone, this this drone was probably already a couple of miles away. Wow! And it was literally like it, it had almost like you know, 
um, it had disappeared into like the tiniest, tiniest dot on the it horizon. It shouldn't do that, though, should it? Yeah, when it loses control, it might just go off. That does happen there. Um, so, it, you know, that's obviously, you know, if you don't lose, I mean, if you don't set your uh, your home point, or your landing point, right, beforehand, right, right, know, right, right, um, of course, then, yeah, yeah. These, these things, I mean, but these things can happen. Um, it's not unheard of. Blimey. But yeah, I mean, that drone will just keep flying until the batteries run out, and it'll just drop out of the, out of yeah. the sky, typically. Right. So yeah. you know, but it was um, from where I was sitting. That was all very hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You're just thinking like, oh, God, I'm so glad it isn't my drone. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But, oh, oh, no, man. oh, no, I've had a catastrophe. <laughs> I'm pouring some coke into a glass and it overflowed. Oh, no. Oh, no. Drama. <laughs> never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Anyway, so. What else has been happening? Oh, well, okay, so on the photography front, um, it's, you know, photography news-wise, it's been a little bit um, sparse. Oh. Yeah, this week. But there's a couple of things, a couple of things that, that um, are interesting. One is um, Nikon are Nikon. going to discontinue the D500. Oh. Which is uh, the APS-C um, flagship, I would say. So it's actually a great camera. It's yeah. a really great camera. Um, it's a pretty fast shooter. Um it's cracking. Are they really? Yeah. So the D500 is now, what is it, about five years old, something like that? Yeah. Um, it's, not, it's not old. No, it's not old, but it's 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 uh, it's being discontinued. Um, it just really shows that Nikon are now really focusing on mirrorless. Um, I think they're going out of... Uh, it's not to say that they will discontinue all um, DSLRs, but I think DSLRs for Nikon will possibly, for the time being... Uh, remain the sort of entry level segment. Um, I think they're completely uh, leaving. You know, there's a semi pro. Well, that's it. that's interesting. So they're they're going to move. Make sense. Move forward with mirrorless and whatnot. Mm. I get that. Totally get that. So they're going to start discontinuing their top end DSLRs. Well, the, that's the APS-C. So, you know, the crop sensor. But I'm guessing the other. Like, I guess then it would make sense. That's interesting. But they brought out. That's the, interesting. So they brought out the D seven eighty, which was, um, which is a full hmm. frame, um, sort of D seven fifty, um, you know, f- uh, successor, if you want. And um, and the thing there is, um, uh, you know, that was that that was basically the last, in my opinion, anyway, the the last, um, sort of semi professional professional full frame, um, DSLR, mirrored camera that they that they were going to bring out um in fact the, the product d6 as well so that's but i think that's been that's been the end of that i think they're now fully fully focused on on mirrorless you know with the z9 um the, the next thing that that everybody's waiting for is the z8 whenever that's going to be announced this year maybe next who knows but um but i think that's just the that's the sign of the times i mean you know mirrorless technology is obviously obviously uh, where it's where it's heading mm-hmm. um, and you know um and i remember you know when icon first and it's actually the same for canon because they, they both um, brought out their first mirrorless cameras at around about the same time um you know so i don't think there was quite there was pressure to come <clears> up <throat> with uh with mirrorless technology because everybody else was doing it fuji and olympus you know and all the rest <laughs> of it um you know and sony of course the big contender at the time was sony you know the only reason why sony has managed to uh, move itself into this um leading position uh, in the camera world was really because they were so early um on the ball with yeah, mirrorless well. technology you know um you and know beating nailed it quickly and nailed it yeah beating you know beating the the main competition i.e canon and nikon yeah you know um and so there was a lot of pressure on both of those companies to come up with um mirrorless technology um, and they were both very late to the party and you know i think when nikon first came out with the z6 um, and then the z7 um you know it, it was their first foray into mirrorless technology um i mean the fact that they then brought out the d780 which is still a dslr albeit with sort of mirrorless video capability um right. it was like a hybrid type of a thing um, but it still showed that maybe they weren't quite ready to leave that segment just yet. But I think, you know, this news that it is continuing so, the D500 
that really shows that they're done it's with it. Good indication, isn't it? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and it, incidentally, there's actually similar news from Canon as well, because Canon, uh, Canon are most likely uh, going to announce the R7 in March. And the R7 mm-hmm. is an APS-C sensor type camera. It's actually the replacement for the uh, the 7D. So they're going to be discontinuing the okay. the uh, EOS 7D, and they're going to be replacing that with um, with the R7 apparently. So that's um, that's something um, I came across today. So that's again that is it's exactly the same situation. It just shows that you know Canon are also done with any sort of DSLR technology. I mean yeah. they're not even yeah. going to continue making lenses for the old mount. I think anymore. So no. I mean. Just it's just cost effective to yeah, yeah, to move that way, right? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean they're still you know they're still going to be um, in with the APC size you know crop sensor um, that also makes sense for for a number of reasons. Um, you, that sensor size needs to stick around. Yeah, you know there there is good good reason for that to to exist. Yeah, um, the thing I'm wondering with Canon is because they had the M series of, of cameras mm-hmm. um, and I'm sort of wondering what's going to happen with that. I think there's sort of a consensus generally um, that they may completely ditch that whole segment, you know, potentially, um, which, you know, again, I can, yeah, I can understand why they would do that, mm. you know. Um, I guess here, I'm, it's going to end up being those um, boutique um, manufacturers that will stick mirrored. Uh, they'll, they'll, they'll keep mirrored cameras around. What like Pentax? Yes, <laughs> very, Pentax. very boutique. <laughs> Pentax. That's right. Yes, Pentax. Who remembers Pentax? <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, I think wasn't it Pentax that uh, that announced that they will definitely be. Um, be sticking with with DSLR technology. Yep. Or like Pretty well, sure it was Pentax. It does sound about right, doesn't it? So, you know, what can I say? Mm. Um yeah, so I mean that's you know, that's some news from the um the world of of, um, of cameras. The other yeah. thing that's new is uh Rode have just brought out uh, the video my go to. Yes, that's true. And we will be hearing uh, more about this mic um, on this podcast in the near future. But um it's, I actually, I've read about this um, today and I actually found, I actually thought it's a really <clears throat> interesting concept, this mic. Um, because what, what it really is, is it's called a video mic uh, go to, it sets you back a mere 99 pounds sterling in the UK. Um, so, what is it, $120, $110, $120? Yeah, I, I, I pretty much put them one for one these yeah, days because the price will end up being that way, exactly. even if the conversion isn't the yeah. same. So, um, so it's a, it's a really affordable mic, um, and it's it's really aimed as a it's basically a video mic that can be used um, on cameras, on laptops, tablets. Um, so you can use it as a you can also use it as a USB mic. So if you're, for instance, you know if you want to beef up your Zoom call audio quality, for example, um, it's a really great mic for that. You know you can put it on a little stand. Super awesome. It's very small. It's very small and compact. It's very light. It's like 89 grams, which is nothing. So it's super small. If you compare that to the VideoMic Pro, for example, which is quite a bit bigger, um, this is like a small mic. This is really aimed at, you know, um, uh, creators who maybe create on their phone, you know, and they want better audio quality. Uh, maybe people who, you know, make TikTok videos, you know, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or people who want to basically um, improve the audio quality on their you know, FaceTime or Zoom calls or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a really interesting mic because actually it's really based on the same technology as some of their NT series mics. So that that's interesting mm-hmm. f- for me in particular. Um, so uh, as you know, as you know, many of you out there probably know by now that I've got quite a background now in in audio mm-hmm. and i've used road mics since <clears throat> yes. yeah for a long time the very first nt1 mic. in fact this is right? this is still they still make the nt1 mm. this there's a good reason for it because it's freaking amazing mm. it's cracking mic so i used the original i bought uh, that's the first road mic i got was the original nt1 and i would have been 16 when i got that mm. 15 maybe I'm 
older than that now. <laughs> Considerably older. <laughs> you advanced and I, 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 I've got, I've got, I've got that NT one. I've got, I've got this NT one that we're, mm. you, you know, you're speaking into right now. Um, some M5. I've, I've got a handful of road related mics, and I've always loved them. And the reason I've always loved them is, are they the best quality mics? No, no, they're not. I don't think Rode would say that they are either. Mm. Uh, I use the NTG4 for video um, booming yeah. and whatnot. They will not say that they are the best mics. They won't because they know that they're not. However, for the money you pay, mm. you're getting a mic worth four times the price. Absolutely, yeah. And that is something to be said. So you can... I can't honestly genuinely cannot remember the price, but just for argument's sake, this mic might be this NT1 right here might be, uh, I don't know, like just say 250 pounds just mm. for argument's sake right now, but you can get it with great ease sounding more like, you know, an 800 yeah. sort of pound mic that that's the kind of quality the road produce. And that's why I've always, always gone to them. Always, yeah. I've got so, I've got loads of their mics. Yeah. I must have like twelve Rode mics. Yeah, I've used Rode for a long time. Um, especially, I mean, the, the original Video Mic Pro. Um, I've had that for years, and um, that's what I've always loved about it is that it's as a video mic. <clears throat> you know, ideally, especially when you're running and gunning, when you're let's say vlogging or you're recording audio on the go, uh, where you don't have the facility to use, you know, lapel mics or anything like that. Um, oh, I just remembered I still have your lapel mics, which I completely forgot. Oh, I forgot. that too. I've yeah. forgotten about that. Yes. <laughs> I completely <laughs> forgot. I used them on a job, but I, I forgot to bring it. But anyway, um, so when, when you haven't got the luxury of, um, of, of uh, using a boom stand with a mic on or, or um, you know, clip-on lapel mics, um, you know, and you need to have a mic that's mounted to your camera, um, I, you know, I've used quite a few different directional mics like that in the past and nothing's ever even come close to the yeah, to the yeah, Rode Video yeah. Mic Pro. Um, after yeah. the, the other thing is it's super easy. I mean, it's simple. You just plug the thing in, you switch it on, boom. There's one there's one other switch on it. That is it. You know, it's um, it's super easy. The only thing I have to say with the original, I think they improved it on the second, on the on the version two, uh, but on the original, you know, trying to get a damn battery in and out of the thing is like, you need to be a magician, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, that was the only thing. But, but that's but, where it went because the original came out a really long time ago now. It did, yeah. I bought it. Um, I bought it seven years ago. Yeah, I, I'm sure it came out long before. I came that before as that. Well. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. They've gone through massive, massive changes. Yeah. And actually, <clears> mic <throat> technology has has changed as well. Um, and I, I think they're moving with it. They, mm. uh, I've loved it. Like, I can't, I can't say enough good things about them. <laughs> FaceTime call on my phone. Yeah, my watch. <laughs> your, your, Bye. Yeah, your phone and your watch all at the same time. Exactly. Awesome. So yeah. annoying. I know, right? You're not allowed to wear that again <laughs> to a podcast. <laughs> well, I need to, I need to actually understand how to turn these things off, but never mind. But yeah, anyway, there you go. So, road. Uh, this mic. So if it's based. So <laughs> there we go. It's a really long way to say. If it's based on this technology, hmm. well, you know, and it's it's sort of it's taking that um, and it's sort of moving that into the twenty first century. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's uh, it's it's a really it seems to be a really capable mic, and I haven't been able to get my hands on one just yet. But again, you know, watch this space. Um, it also connects to a number of road app, uh, road apps, which basically means that you can control certain things on your phone. And in what way? Um, so there's some advanced. Well, so what it says at the moment is that there's some advanced features like audio processing and, and stuff like that that you can that you can handle on your phone. But the just the, sh the sheer um, the ability to connect to your phone that in itself actually is interesting. Okay, you know. Okay, sometimes I find it difficult to understand those hmm. advancements, and and the reason for that is because I always been in pro audio like pro oh, sure. pro audio gear yeah. Yeah. and this is obviously this is consumer it's it's aimed at consumers by the sounds of it yeah uh given that it can connect to your phone well given that it's for it's, you know they give a lot of advantages okay. to advantage 
jizz to um, like Zoom and all of that kind of stuff. It gives you those options, but with a pro level sound. Yeah. Right. And that's that 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 needs me needs some movement from me. See, the thing and is, like, I think there is. I think that's difficult for me to get my head around. Right. So I think what has changed dramatically um, is that you know we've moved we've moved from a world where professionals would use you know high end technology um, in let's say in a studio setting, and you know if you if you think about like you know some years ago, if you looked at video production or TV production, that would have all been you know created by professionals in studios, you know, or with, with heavy professional kit on location or whatever. You know, nowadays, um, you know, the type of creator that creates the, the lion's share of the content has changed because those are people predominantly, you know, filming TikToks, Instagrams, um, you know, they're filming on a phone, they're using different devices. So it's, the landscape has changed. And so this, this type of mic is particular, is especially aimed at that sort of demographic. You know, the fact that you could do that with your phone, I mean, you know, just the ability to, to, um, you know, to improve your, your audio quality, you know, with a mic like that on your phone, you know, just when you're filming your TikTok videos on your phone, that in itself is, yeah. is fantastic. You know, so I think it's, it's aimed at, at exactly that. The, the fact that you could plug in, you know, um, that it's literally a plug in and go type of a thing, you know, um, you can use it as a USB mic. That basically means you can have your laptop, you can plug the thing in, everything's working. You don't need extra gear or, you know, anything like that. It works in a super simple way. Um, and you can basically set it and forget it. You don't have to worry about any of that because you can go on, you can carry on with creating the content that you're, that you want to create without, you know, having having to have a degree in yeah. audio engineering that in itself is damn absolutely, awesome. and you know the, the proof will be in the pudding. And mm. you know, I'll be interested to hear that versus just for argument's sake, the video yeah. uh, the video Mac Pro, just just for argument's exactly. sake, you know, whatever <clears throat> oh, you know, yeah. and they're not necessarily competing against each other they're the same brand yeah. um but you know they're not trying to fill the same segment but it yeah. would just be interesting to see that the audio quality is yeah. if you can say that this little mic is on par mm. with the video mic pro yeah that that's a statement or, right there because that, that of course that's quality or if you could basically say that you know let's say if you were creating a tiktok video Right or an Instagram story, yeah, I do or whatever it is, yeah. you know, with your, <laughs> with, yeah, with your, you know, with your phone. If you compared, like the, you know, the the audio quality um, of of the recordings that are done just with the phone against the same recordings being done with with something like the VideoMic Pro uh, Go Two, for instance, and if you see a marked improvement on the audio, then it's totally worth spending ninety nine quid. If it was like five hundred quid, it'd be different. That'd be a whole different argument. But at that price point, it's like, wow. And this is where it's, this is where you, you, you need to now look at the competitors, the competitors that are there. And are there, well, are there any um, for that kind of area? Well, there may just be, um, but that is something we'll be talking about in a whole different episode. There may just be one particular competitor that is, very heavily moving into that market segment. But that's another story for another day. Well, that was damn cryptic for me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Good God, Ooh. man. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be an interesting, interesting thing to mm. watch um, for sure. So more about that in a future episode. And on that cryptic message, we have... Or Cryptic bombshell. Cryptic bombshell. I like, we, I like that. <laughs> cryptic Ooh. bombshell. Hang on, let me just write this down. This might very right well on, be yeah. the title of this. Cryptic of this. bombshell. Wow. Right. Now, you can't read that. But I can. <laughs> Don't know you're going to read that afterwards. <laughs> yeah, that's my, that's my speed handwriting. Oh, <laughs> I tell you what, my handwriting looks like when I write really fast. That looks like mystic bullshit is what no. you just wrote. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So if I wrote cryptic. 
So that's what it would look like if I was like really under time pressure. That looks like a heart rate monitor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, oh my right? God. Anyway, right. so that being <laughs> said, move let's move on. Um, <coughs> you're right there, COVID boy. Yeah, that's COVID, that's COVID aftermath. Right that's, it's, um, apparently, that's another thing. It's not long COVID anymore. It's post COVID now. Oh, so. Whatever. Anyway, so yet another cryptic bombshell. <laughs> anyway, that being said, we have come to the end of episode 93. Again, remember, if you are listening um, to the audio version, you know, do us a flavor and, uh, and leave us a little review, give us a star rating. You know, uh, because it would help us a lot. And if you are watching the YouTube version um, of this uh, of this podcast, then you know, don't forget to hit the like button, um, subscribe, and ring that bell thing, and do all the things that all YouTubers always uh, tell you to do. But especially do it now. Stop everything. Wait a second. Pause. Click that subscribe button. Um, that would be wicked. Stop driving first time. <laughs> and on that bombshell. We shall see you again next Thursday. <laughs>